The psalmist says that I am persuaded, Lord, to love you. The psalmist says that I have I have been changed to bless your name. The psalmist lets us know that I have been constrained by this great gospel forever to worship you. This is the testimony on this morning. As we realize the great change of powers, as we realize the existential realities of our uh, political awareness, as we realize that Donald Trump has (laughs) been defeated and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have uh, been exalted into uh, the great office of president and Vice President, I want to talk to you all a little bit uh, today about winning the war while sacrificing the battle. Some of us think that when we lose battles, it's conclusive of losing the war. But I came by here to encourage somebody that just because you've lost the battle, it does not mean that you'll lose the war. I'm in the scripture uh, today. Follow me, if you will, to Revelations chapter 21. I'll read one through six. As the Bible says, then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city And this holy city was a new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I've heard a loud voice from the throne saying, see, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them. They will be his peoples and God himself will be with them. He will wipe away every tear. From their eyes, death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more. For the first things have passed away. Verse 5, and the one who was seated on the throne, he says, I am making all things new. He goes on to say, write this, for these words are trustworthy and true. Then he said to me, it is done. For I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I believe that this scripture is very much relevant uh, uh, because relevant because when we look at the context and the culture of our lives, we begin to understand that without God on the throne, we are destroyed. Without God being in control, our idiosyncrasies, our ignorance, our emotional impulses may take control leaving us vulnerable to the attack of the enemy. 
You see, Revelations is a uh, very interesting book of the Bible because here in Revelations, we find what was once hidden to be now revealed. We find in the context of uh, this particular pericope, the writer of this passage acknowledging that God is on the throne and we should take heed to hear exactly what he has to say. What, what, what does he has what does he have to say about the administration of a bigot? What does he have to say about the administration of uh, someone who is racist, homophobic, xenophobic? What does he has have to say about someone who decides to take children away from their families? I believe God has something to say about that, but he has even more to say about the ushering in of a new world. Uh, the Bible says in verse one, a new heaven. The Bible lets us know in verse one that there is a new earth. The home of God is among the mortals, those who are living and breathing, those who we find in Genesis, who he grabs from the dust of the earth and breathes life to create humanity. Those who we find in Genesis, who come up, who are erected from the rib of humanity to develop themselves ready and prepared to become leaders and innovators and change makers. You see, this particular passage that I would like to share with you all today is all based on old things being left behind and God creating new things in your life. Old things that used to kill, old things that used to destroy, old things that used to divide this nation are being left behind. And God is creating a new thing in our lives. I don't know about you, but that is reason enough to celebrate. That's reason enough for Detroit and Philadelphia and Milwaukee to flood the streets to celebrate. That's reason enough for uh, uh, Breonna Taylor and George Floyd to be clapping in the windows of heaven. That's reason enough for us to be here listening to the voice of God. Old things are passed away and new things are emerging. Old things that have once oppressed us based on the color of our skin and not the, the content of our character are being left behind and we are pressing forward towards new things. We are building and constructing new things. We are developing relationships that have been broken for unity so that we can sustain new things. For I am persuaded, Lord, to love you. And if we know anything about love, we know that it is the most powerful binding agent for all humanity. Old things are being left behind. Old policies are being broken up. Old privileges are being deconstructed so that new things may resurrect. 
but I'm conflicted about this passage because I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how do we resurrect from this broken situation with all of the glass, broken glass on the floor of this nation. How do we begin to pick it up and, and move forward? Yes, we understand the issues that have come with the crime bill. We understand that there is restitution that needs to be appropriated. We understand that there's reparations that need to be acknowledged. We understand that, uh, that there is reappropriation of, of funds that need to be distributed. But how do we go forward? to do it. And I'm glad uh, that this question is raised because we find uh, in the text in verse three that God uh, shows us exactly how to do it. Uh, Verse three says it very clearly. It says, listen to the voice of God. The Bible says in verse three, I heard a loud voice and this voice came from upon high. This voice came from the throne saying that God is among you. You see, all we have to do is listen to the voice of God. It sounds very simple, but it is extremely profound and it's it's even more important. We must listen to the voice of God now more than ever before. With all of the churches seem to be shut down, people are looking for the voice of God with COVID running rapid all through our nation. People are looking for the voice of God with the economy falling. And the stimulus package is still gridlocked in Congress. People are looking for the voice of God with record-setting high unemployment. People are looking for jobs and still the voice of God. And I just came here to remind you that life is found in being a good listener. All you have to do is listen to the voice of God. The Bible says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. As we read the word, we hear the voice of God. God says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. God says, I will be with you, Joshua. Be strong and be courageous. God says to David, I am with you. God says to Jesus that I am with you. God says to Paul, I am with you. God uh, speaks to Moses uh, in the burning bush uh, while he's in uh, the camp uh, uh, of Egyptian. His people are, are immersed in Egyptian captivity. God speaks to him and he listens to say that I am with you. So in listening to God, we, we can find a way to move forward and to build. We can find a way to make old things new. We can find a way to do better each and every day, to pick up the pieces from where the old has left off and to take those and to create a beautiful piece of art for what life in America looks like moving forward. The Bible says that I will make 
all things brand new. I'm in verse 5 of Revelations, chapter 21, verse 5 says, very specifically, I am making all things brand new. You see, when we turn an old thing to a new thing, it has to go through this thing called the process. And what God is saying is that I can't guarantee that everything will be squeaky clean. I can't guarantee everything won't be won't be a rocky road. I can't say that it's going to be smooth. But what I can guarantee is that whatever was old in your life will be made new. So I can I I just want to encourage you to be the change that you want to see. Because we have a lot of old things that we have been going through and doing ourselves in our lives. We have a lot of old habits and old paradigms, old ways of thinking about life and about people, about different cultures that we may not be familiar with. And I'm telling you that God is is wanting to make those old things renewed. It's time to dust off the cobwebs of our doctrines, of our theologies, of our our understanding of relationships and cultures and peoples. It's time for us to become the very change that we want to see. It's time for us to immerse ourselves in doing something something different in order to get different results. Because the Bible lets me know that we are not to rest on the guilds of our ancestors, but we must do and push forward exactly what our ancestors would want us to do and to push forward. In other words, what I'm saying is that if Moses crawled just so that you could walk. I'm saying it's time for us to run. It's time for us to run towards bettering ourselves. It's time for us to run with being more intentional with our decisions. It's better. It's time for us to run with the new that is coming into our lives because we can't understand how God works if we hold on to the old things without letting them go and embracing the new. And I'm so glad that God allows us to embrace the newness that is coming in our lives after the destruction, after the pain. God says that the rain will come no more and the sunshine is gleaming through. The Bible says that we ought to believe and trust in God. This is the word of God because he goes on to say after you listen to the voice and and after you realize he's making old things new, the Bible says in verse six to write it down because these words are trustworthy and to simply say it's already done. See, I can celebrate at the fact that everything that God has in store for me that is written in the word of God, it's already done. You ought to thank God right here and right now. You ought to celebrate God right here and right now. That that job you've been praying for, that relationship you've been seeking healing for, your family that you have been praying for, the social distancing that you've been in the lab working to do, God is saying 
that it's all ready done. All the work you've been putting in, it's time for you to reap the harvest. On the campaign trail, all of the organizing you've been doing, all of the helping of the people you've been doing, all of the, your votes that you have casted, God is saying that it's already done. All you have to do is believe. And if you don't believe, I just came by to encourage you to check the track record. Come on, somebody. Has he helped Moses out of Egyptian captivity? Has he helped, uh, has he helped Daniel out of Babylonian captivity? Has he kept uh, Joshua safe in the midst of war? Has he helped David to become victorious over the Philistines? Uh, And I'm here to encourage somebody uh, that if he can help Jesus Christ uh, to resurrect from any dead situation, uh, that he can help you too. Uh, If you're feeling depressed, uh, if you're feeling broken, uh, I'm here to encourage you uh, that that old thing uh, that's been weighing you down, Uh, It's old news, uh, and God is about to do something new in your life. Uh, There's newness uh, in this place. There is newness uh, transitioning in this nation, and there's newness uh, entering into your life. I am persuaded, Lord, to love you because I've been changed by your name. I am constrained by this great gospel forever to worship you, Lord. I love you, beloved. I appreciate you. Just remember this thing. You may lose the battle, but with God, you'll always win the war. Listen to his voice because he'll make all things brand new. Believe and trust in his word. And I guarantee you, that you will be better than you were before.